Hey, hey, Star Wars fans, it's Gary here from Spark of Rebellion, and we would love for you to listen to all of our brand new episodes when they land every single Saturday. Make sure you follow us on your podcast app of choice or pop over to sparkofrebellion.com forward slash listen. If you like the show and you want to support us, you can do that via our Patreon. Just head over to sparkofrebellion.com forward slash Patreon and come and join our other patrons. And thank you so much for your continued support. Now, may the force be with you and on to this week's Spark of Rebellion. Hello there. We would be honored if you would join us. Spark of Rebellion. Hello there, and welcome to Spark of Rebellion, your weekly Star Wars podcast, bringing you the latest news, reviews and discussion, and our random spotlight. My name's Gary, and normally I would introduce my friend and co-host, Mr. Mark Asquith, but he's away at the moment in sunny Orlando for the podcast movement conference. Uh, so it's just me, uh, on me Todd, I'm here in rainy, grey, grim uh, UK, but it's all good because the Star Wars vibe is strong. The force is strong with me here. Um, it's going to be a slightly shorter show this week. Um, there's going to be no random spotlight or review and discussion. I'm going to save that for when Mark is back so we can dive into that stuff in a bit more detail. So I'm just going to give you uh, some updates on what's going on in the world of Star Wars, what's going on with news, and some cool merch items that are up for pre order, which will be out later on in the year. So welcome to episode 19. I hope you've all had a good week and you listened to episode 18 last week where we spoke lots about some cool fan theory around Finn, uh, some um, hyper real figure stuff from Hasbro, which was always fun. And we had some uh, random spotlight around uh, a ship that's often overlooked amongst the cool battles within the Star Wars films and stories. So if you've not heard that one yet, go and check that one out as well. Episode 18, that was out last week. And if you want to support the show, if you like what we do here on Spark of Rebellion, head over to patreon.com forward slash Spark of Rebellion. You can join in and support the show. There is a bunch of tiers over there ranging from a dollar upwards where you can get your hands on some cool swag you can go up a, a bunch of tiers and you can get producer credits and you can appear on the show and get involved that way. So yes, and it really helps us to put out quality content for you guys every single week. So we re- reinvest that into the show, make sure our equipment is all top-notch and sounding good and all that jazz. But anyway, let's crack on with uh, episode 19. And as I said, it's just going to be news and a couple of cool merch items. So first up, we have... The um, Star Wars movies, which we all own, I assume, in one shape or another, uh, on DVD or Blu-ray, even going back to the old VHS days, I've still got my box set in the garage somewhere, I think. Um, But the fun folks over at Disney have decided that it would be a great idea to re-release all of the... um, all of the Star Wars movies on Blu-ray again. Um, yes, I'm not sure if this is a... The the only difference that I can see so far, and, and granted we haven't had too much in the way of detail on, on these releases, so I'm, I'm unclear as to whether this stuff is going to have extra content or new content that we've not seen before for these films, but the only difference I can see so far is that it's got a bunch of new cover art which 
admittedly looks pretty cool. I don't, I don't mind this one. In the, in the world of of cover art, this isn't the worst that I've seen. I think in recent months, the worst that I've seen is actually the Batman Blu-ray, the, the, the 4K Blu-ray uh, cover art for the um, the Batman 4, the four movies, not the Nolan trilogy ones, but the um, Batman through to Batman and Robin. They were they were quite boring, not too great. Um, although I do hear that the the box set, I'm not sure it'll be available internationally, but over in the US, I think it's Target. I think at the Target collection, there's there's going to be a really cool steelbook um, box set, metal steelbook thing. That looks very cool. Anyway, I digress. The only difference I can see is the covers, or are the covers, and they do look quite cool. Now, I'm quite surprised at this move because for two reasons. First of all, as I said, we're not sure if there's going to be any newer content because we've all, we already have a raft of of additional content on the existing releases. There's loads of stuff on there. If you think back to when they very first released Star Wars on Blu-ray, it was that box set where everybody was divided on the cover art. It was the the um, the the painting of young Anakin in the desert. It was that. It, it didn't look like your typical star wars cover there was no space scenes no ships nothing like that um but that box set had tons of additional stuff on it and since then i think they've i think they've released it another at least once more since then so we've had it obviously the various vhs releases over the years dating way back to the um the 80s and then we've had cool little releases on additional formats as there was a, a really good laser disc i think anyway i think there was a really cool laser disc um release then we had the dvds then we had dvds again then we had dvds again because you had the silver box set which i think was the widescreen edition and then you had the gold box set which was the standard full screen stuff uh and then i think you had the individual films and then we had blu-ray and then we had steelbooks and we had the box set split into the prequels and in the OT, something like that. Anyway, there's been loads and loads of releases. So I can't see this one dropping loads of bucks, if I'm honest with you. I think this one, it needs to bring something else to the table. And the, the other reason why I'm surprised is that there's been loads and loads of rumours that have gained plenty of traction about all of these films being released in 4K next year as a big box set. So... That's interesting as well because you're essentially asking for people because there are fans out there. I'm not going to say I'm one of them. I can neither confirm nor deny that, but there are fans out there that will buy each release just because it's a new Star Wars release. And um, and yeah, you're, they're essentially asking for people to drop money this year and then drop another bunch of cash next year if the 4K box set comes out. Uh, the other little niggly thing about this is it's it's bringing all of these out pre Rise of Skywalker. So that's the other thing that's um, sort of up in the air at the moment is when the Rise of Skywalker is released in at Christmas this year. The Blu-ray is potentially going to be out in February, maybe March next year. So are they going to release that as its own singular standalone edition, or are they going to release it? with the cover art that matches all of these recent, uh, all of these new ones, sorry, that are coming out later in the year. So it's a bit of a weird one. Um, like I said, the, the covers look kind of cool. Don't hate those really they look pretty cool, but 
I just I'm struggling to see why people would drop more cash to buy these uh, when the majority of Star Wars fans already own them and the 4K set is coming up. So I don't know what's going on with that. So keep your eyes peeled. We'll let you know um, over the next few months what's happening with that if we hear anything in terms of additional content because that's the other thing that's if they if there's like a whole bunch of new stuff that they've unearthed from the archives like extra interviews behind the scenes all that stuff then it could be worth the pickup but uh yes there we go the uh all of the star wars films and that also includes rogue one and solo so those are going to be lumped in it as well they've got their matching cover up with all the, the the regular films and so on so it'll be interesting to see how many fans pick that one up so and that's they're due out later on in the year Moving on to Mr. Ryan Johnson. Mr. Ryan Johnson has been talking about the his kind of early pre-production work and story and script stuff for his own um, trilogy that he's working on. And it's nothing too heavy, no no big reveal or, or, or large... Uh, uh, data dump or anything like that but he has said that the his trilogy that he's working on will not feature any legacy characters from star wars which suggests that once the rise of skywalker is out and that's the skywalker saga properly done and put to bed his trilogy will not feature any characters from the skywalker saga and he's also said in another interview that was out a few months ago that he's really enjoying the freedom of that. There's no shackles around, which I imagine it must be quite, it must be quite cool for a writer to not have, in, in one respect, in to not have the shackles of the whole big interwoven story between certain characters, because it must be fairly difficult to write a really good story that you want to expand and be free and try and do, try and be as creative as you can. But then as soon as you mention a character or you mention a location or something, you then have to go to the Disney story group and say, I've, I've mentioned this character. What are the implications of that? And they'll come back to you and probably say, well, yeah, you have to be careful because that character landed in that location back in BB, BBY 22 and that has an effect on you know, that other character and that sort of thing. And you end up with this huge, big tangle of story. So in one respect, it must be awesome for him to not have that constraint and, and just crack on and be as creative as possible. But on the other hand, without any framework, well, it depends on what fans or, or what type of Star Wars fan you ask based on The Last Jedi, but his creative freedom didn't exactly lead to the best of Star Wars stories and, and a movie, as we all know. Not bashing that movie too much, I speak for mark i think we kind of enjoyed it for the most part there was just certain elements of it that we uh we didn't quite agree with or didn't quite capture the magic i suppose of the other star wars movies so ryan johnson has uh, got complete freedom is not shackled to any of the characters from the previous films and is free to go off and pretty much do what he likes and this is in contrast i believe to the benioff and weiss stuff that they're writing at the moment i think they're locked into a rough 
well, if rumours, well, yeah, we hate rumours, but if rumours are to be believed, they're working on something around the Old Republic timeline. And if that's true, then that's obviously uh, pretty much buried in canon as well, for the most part. So, yes, in contrast to those guys, he can go off and do what he wants. So Ryan Johnson is uh, not using any legacy characters, so we don't look forward um, to seeing... Uh, any of the Skywalkers or any of that stuff in his films, they're going to be completely new. And last bit of news involves uh, Ewan McGregor, of all people, who could be, uh, this has blown up massively over the last 48 hours, but he could be reprising his role as Obi-Wan Kenobi in an upcoming TV series that's going to go out on the upcoming Disney Plus streaming service. And this is something that fans have been crying out for. I, for one, have I've really wanted to see an Obi-Wan Kenobi standalone film. I think, in my personal opinion, they should have done that first before Solo. But that's another, another show. Maybe Mark and I will discuss that in a review and discussion in a future show. But uh, I think because Solo kind of threw everyone else under the bus. They then cancelled all of the standalone films and that's that job done. So, however, with the rise of the Disney Plus streaming service, which is going to include, uh, obviously, The Mandalorian, which is looking amazing, and the uh, the upcoming... Um, uh, what is it? The... Uh, uh, Cassian. Uh, the Cassian Andor... Uh, character TV series as well. Uh, we're going to potentially see an Obi Wan series now. Nothing's been confirmed yet on this from Disney or Lucasfilm, so uh, nothing has been. There's been no stamp of approval from those guys. We don't know this officially. However, um, lots of sources who are close to Lucasfilm and to uh, McGregor himself has said that he is in talks to do this and there's also talks about him not only starring in an obi-wan tv show but also directing a bunch if not all of those episodes as well so he's going to be in front and behind of the camera which is really interesting so out of all the news i think this is the most exciting because in terms of and this is not kind of set in stone because they can do anything they want i suppose with um visual effects and prosthetics and that kind of thing but in the main, uh, McGregor's age that he is now. How old is he now? He's in his 40s, I think. Um, he's kind of that perfect age, naturally, to play Obi-Wan uh, kind of post-Episode 3, pre-A New Hope. So it would be amazing to see those storylines where Obi-Wan has delivered um, uh, Luke to Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru, and now he's in kind of he's in solitude and just looking after him and overseeing everything on Tatooine. So it would be amazing to explore those stories and what he got up to and all that stuff. And if they were to use the book as well, the the, the book just called um, is it just called Obi Wan or just called Kenobi? One of the two. Uh, I always forget the title of that book, but the the storylines that revolve around that time period is really cool from that book. So a lot of interaction with the sand people, uh, a lot of other people who actually live on Tatooine and the, the gangs and the politics and all that stuff that were happening at that time. It could be a really interesting 
TV show and the fact that McGregor himself would be, like I said, the kind of the right aged naturally to play that time period. Very, very cool stuff. So you and McGregor potentially uh, on to play Obi-Wan and maybe direct as well. Um, we have no details on when this will be. I'm assuming it's going to be at least next year um, because things are, they want to promote the Mandalorian and get all that other stuff rocking and rolling first. So it's great news though. Really looking forward to that. Let us know if you're also up for that because so many fans were disappointed when they almost announced that the Kenobi spin-off film was was happening. I think it went into pre-production, ready to rock and roll. And then, yeah, things didn't quite go to plan with Solo, so they cancelled it all. And I think that left a lot of Obi-Wan fans a bit uh, miffed. So this could be a good redeeming thing. So uh, again, we'll keep you posted on what's happening there. And a couple of bit of news. Um, sorry, news is done. A couple of cool merch bits to go through because Mark and I are a sucker for um, some Star Wars merch, especially books, which leads us on to uh, very nicely a couple of cool books that are on the horizon. The first one is uh, Star Wars The Secrets of the Jedi, which looks like a really, really cool book, which is out uh, this year. It's out mid-November, and uh, you can pre-order it now on Amazon and a bunch of other uh, book sites. In the UK, it's priced around £20, so probably US dollars, I don't know, thirty dollars something like that and it's a it looks like a really cool in-depth book around uh, as the name suggests everything around uh, the jedi their history um their involvement with the light side of the force so light force abilities the relationships between masters and padawans jedi knights uh going right up to the current um force awakens and the last jedi all that stuff uh, and it just looks like a really, really cool. It's not. It's not the kind of book that you would sit down. I don't think anyway, in the evening and have a half hour's reading before you go to sleep. It looks more like a coffee table, um, almost reference type of book. But the artwork looks amazing for this. And I've never seen so many lightsabers uh, ignited in one place before. Uh, I've had a look through the the um, the press back for it. And uh, there's a bunch of um, sample uh, preview pages. And I'm not going to lie, pretty much on every page that I've seen so far, there's at least two lightsabers ignited doing their thing. So if you like the Jedi, if you're a big fan of lightsabers and all that stuff, then this could be the perfect book (laughs) for you. And what's cool about it is it goes on a journey, which is... uh, which is guided by Luke Skywalker. So I think he's telling the story of the Jedi way back from the Old Republic all the way through to the current time period. So that's a cool little twist as well. And uh, yeah, it's out in November. And uh, yes, we'll put a link in the show notes to the uh, to the UK Amazon site and possibly the US one as well, if I can find it. Uh, but yeah, I think it's going to be about 20 quid, about $30. looks like a really cool book, definite, definite pickup. And it will be sort of Christmas, Christmas present buying season by then. So if you know any Star Wars fans, this will be an easy, an easy Christmas present to make their little face light up <laughs> Christmas morning. And moving on, uh, another Star Wars book, which looks very, very cool, which is the, the Haynes 
uh, owner's workshop manuals. These have been really popular for the past, I don't know, eight to 10 years now, where any listeners that are not sure on the history of Haynes, Haynes started out as, uh, I think there were sort of automotive manuals. Uh, so a lot of cars and motorbikes, if you needed to strip your engine apart, clean it and rebuild it or repair it, whatever, uh, you could pick up a Haynes manual for your car and it would literally have every detail covered. It would have exploded diagrams, how everything fits together. And then what they did was, yeah, I think it was about eight to 10 years ago, the first time I saw them, they branched out and did these kind of mock manuals for things from sci-fi uh, franchises. And over the years, I've seen uh, Haynes manuals of things like ATATs, uh, other franchises like uh, the Ecto-1 car from Ghostbusters, uh, a bunch of other stuff. It's just a really fun, co- again, this will be a really, really cool one to pick up because this is not out until November as well. So if you've got any, if your better half is a Star Wars fan or you're struggling for a gift and the person is a Star Wars fan, this is another book that's a really cool little pick up for them for Crimbo. And this is for uh, Rebel Starfighters. So this is all of the Alliance and Resistance models. So this goes through all of the um, X-Wing stuff, but also uh, a load of other um, models in the Resistance and the Rebel fleets. So it goes into uh, each craft's origins um, around even the Clone Wars era, which is really cool. Uh, And you get a sense for how the ships were developed uh, over the course of the, the Star Wars saga as well. Uh, for example, um, the A-Wing is based on the Delta Seven Atha Sprite class light inceptor that Obi-Wan Kenobi flies in Attack of the Clones. And we all need to know that stuff. So, And also, last week when we spoke about the Y-Wing, I'm hoping and assuming that that will be covered in here as well. So, yeah, a really, really cool little book. A great little pickup, as I said, for uh, a Crimbo present for somebody, both on the pre-order list for me, Uh, So that's going to be really cool. So The Secrets of the Jedi is out in November, along with the Haynes Rebel Starfighters for the Alliance and Resistance models. That's going to wrap on my little short solo show this week. Uh, It's been um, very interesting to research what news is going to be in this show because uh, generally speaking, Mark and I will keep an eye on what's happening in Star Wars throughout the week and we'll make a note of those things and then speak about them on the show. And uh, yeah, I was really struggling for for news this week because there's been quite a few things dropped. So what we'll do is anything that I've not covered this week will carry over. Mark and I will discuss that next week. But uh, let me know or let us know on your feelings on these re-release blu-rays what you're going to do with those whether you're going to quadruple or whatever it is dip and get these re-release ones uh, how you feel about ryan johnson and his trilogy and not using any legacy characters and the big one that ewan mcgregor might be back to star and or direct an upcoming obi-wan series on disney plus i'm really hoping that that's not a crappy rumor that's going to be debunked and and thrown in the bin i really hope that that's actually a thing because I think that's going to be an amazing series if they can pull that off. And also we'll stick a note in the show notes to go and order those books. They look very, very cool. Uh, in the meantime, between now and episode 20 that will drop next week when Mark's back, 
um, head over to uh, any of the social channels and give us a like and a follow on there on all of those Twitter, Facebook and Instagram we post lots of cool little Star Wars tidbits throughout the week so join in the conversation now and talk about Star Wars and all that stuff check us out in whatever podcast app you currently use to listen to podcasts do a search for Spark of Rebellion drop us a sub on there and if you've got a minute to leave a rating and a review if you like our show an honest review would be amazing because that really helps us out with discoverability and whatnot or if you don't listen to podcasts and apps you can head over to the website sparkofrebellion.com all of our episodes are listed on there as well if you want to support the show as i said earlier head over to patreon.com forward slash spark of rebellion you can jump in on any tier base from a dollar and upwards and uh, that really really helps us it supports us in getting quality content out to you each and every week and as i said earlier we reinvest that back into the show to make sure that you guys are kept up to date with what's happening and also if we reach a certain target we're going to release a second show as well that's going to contain lots of star wars goodness until next week for episode 20 when mark will be back take care of yourselves have a great week and may the force be with you always <laughs>